Hey there, my friends. This is Sheena Diane. You're listening to Sheena's audio blog. Today, I'm going to get real with you guys. Some parenting reeling. Some real parenting. There we go. (laughs) And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been going on uh, with my kids. Now, on this channel, if you haven't listened before, we talk all about my daily life as a work-at-home mom with three kids, four dogs, and a gator wrestling husband. So if it sounds interesting, stay tuned. Keep listening. Maybe you'll find something you like. All right, so today I kind of wanted to talk about some things that I have been having some difficulty with. So I have two girls and one boy. My girls are 11 and 8, and my son is 3. He just turned 3. Now, I know everybody told me that boys are different, but in the back of my head, I thought, you know, he's a kid. There's not going to be too much differences, right? I mean, I know he's got boy parts and he might be a little bit more rough, but I didn't realize just how different boys were from girls. So here's an example, and I know every kid is different, but my 11-year-old, Kira, was our firstborn, and I could literally put on her favorite TV show, and she would sit there for hours on end, not moving. Um, Sasha, my (laughs) middle child, she's now eight, she had to be in your face all the time, and she still has this issue today uh, because she always had her sister, so she cannot play alone. She doesn't like to be alone, and she definitely um, doesn't want to do things on her own. She wants to be right there next to you in your face, and there are some points that Johnny and I get home, and we're like, Sasha, stop. You need to go have your own space, Um, and Kira even gets annoyed because she's always in her face, and then, of course, we have Dominic. Now, Dominic is a little bit of both. Um, He loves being with us when he wants to be with us, and the rest of the time, he kind of just wants to play on his own and doesn't really want to play with anybody else, right? So we have him going to speech class, um, and it's been helping him tremendously with interacting and also talking a lot more because being a third child um, as a baby, you know, Kira, the oldest, the little mommy, as I like to call her, you know, did everything for him. So if he dropped something, she'd pick it up. If he cried, she was right there. Um, And Sasha as well. They were both really, really good helpers. And so Dominic really never had to talk for anything. He would just point and make a noise and his sisters would get it for him. Now, when I was around and his sisters were at school, of course, he had to work for what he wanted and talk. And I would always say, use your words. And of course, he would cry and you know, it would be an awful thing. So what I'm talking about today, you guys, is the differences and some of the things that I'm noticing with my son compared to my daughters. Okay. So my son is a very picky eater. And when I say picky, I mean like literally refuses to eat. Yes. I am not joking. Um, he has never eaten meat in his entire life. The only meat that's ever touched his lips were bacon. And even that, it was very, very small pieces. And I think my oldest daughter, Kira, almost had a heart attack one night when she saw him throw a piece of bacon to the dogs uh, because bacon is one of her favorites. And so she was like, no, it was like the slow motion type of movie dramatic thing that was happening. You could see her face. She was so like devastated that he threw his bacon on the floor. Um, But my son won't eat. And the only thing he really eats is my husband's shakes and how my, what my husband does is he'll put like peanut butter and like vegetables and fruit in a blender and blend it all up. And then we'll add his baby cereal. Um, and then he loves it. Like he will eat that all day long. And that's really how he's been getting his nutrition from newborn till now he's three. So we went to the doctor 
for his annual three-year-old checkup. And um, he has low iron, which I kind of guessed because he doesn't really eat that much. Uh, he pretty much survives on peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese, crackers, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then, of course, the shakes that we make for him. Uh, so he doesn't really eat that much, and there's not a lot of variety in his diet at all. Um, so at least he is getting his greens and his fruits. But this is something that we're working on. And when I say that he won't eat, I'm sure you're probably rolling your eyes like, yeah, he'll eat if, you just, if he gets hungry enough. Well, that's what my husband said. And that worked really well with our girls. So let's go back to <laughs> every kid is different. When Kira would throw a fit and she didn't want to eat, Johnny, being a very old school Hispanic, um, he would say, well, if she doesn't want to eat it, just put her to bed, give it to her in the morning. So that's what we did. And guess what? That only happened one time. After that, Kira ate all of her food when it was given to her, even if she didn't like it, because she knew that if she didn't, she was going to have to eat it in the morning. So we tried that with little Dominic. He actually starved himself, you guys, for an entire day. I was not going to back down. I was like, nope, you're eating this. And so for breakfast, I gave him his dinner, wouldn't eat it. So, all right, go play. For lunch, it was lunchtime, gave him his dinner, wouldn't eat it, fine, go play. And then dinner came around again, gave him his dinner, would not eat it. Now, I refused to let him go to bed hungry because I was like, this is not happening. I'm not going to, you know, let him go to bed an entire day without eating. So I ended up caving and giving him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But... It didn't work. And so this philosophy of, oh, he'll get hungry enough to eat, it doesn't work with Dominic. As a matter of fact, um, one night I gave him mashed potatoes, which he does like, but he didn't eat a lot of it. So he kind of went to bed on a half-empty stomach. Like it really wasn't enough for him to get a lot of nutrition. Mashed potatoes are kind of empty calories to begin with, right? So the next morning he was very, like, weak. Like he wouldn't really lift his head up and he was just laying on me, which is so not normal. Um, I thought he had a fever, but he didn't have a fever. And then I realized, you know, maybe he's just hungry. So I gave him his normal banana and cereal. He eats like bananas with, um, Cheerios in the morning. That's pretty much what he likes and what we give him every morning. Um, as soon as he got done with his milk, his cereal and his uh, banana, he was his old self again, singing, laughing, joking. And I thought, man, he snapped out of that fast. So at the doctor's office, when we had his physical, he had really low iron. Um, and I had, I kind of put two and two together and said, okay, so when he doesn't eat, his iron gets really, really low, which makes him really weak. So we're actually going to go to occupational therapy for him to see if we can figure out what the heck is going on and why he just refuses to eat. Because at this point at three years old, he should at least be trying something new. But if you put something that he does not recognize on his plate... He will not let it touch his mouth. He will shut his mouth like as hard as possible. You will not be able to do anything. And if you do try and make him, it's a huge fit and it usually ends up all over your face or all over his face. So it's something that it's just really traumatic and it's not something I want to do to him because I don't want him to associate food as a negative, right? So we're trying to avoid that. So one of the things that I noticed that I did today differently, um, he still didn't eat. But he hates the word no, which most kids do, right? Most kids hate the word no. But Dominic, really, it hurts his heart when I tell him no. When my face gets creased and he knows I'm angry, he cries from his gut. Like, you can tell it is really hurting his heart. And it's, it's so hard for me to keep that, like, 
mad face because, you know, you have to discipline your child no matter how much you love him. You have to have a good balance. You have to have discipline and love. And it's not like I'm smacking him or spanking him or anything. You could just give your kid a look and they know. They know that you're mad. You don't even have to say anything to your kid. And it's the same thing with the baby. He knows when I'm mad. He knows if he did something that upsets me. And then he'll go, oh, no. And then he'll start crying. And um, But today I did something a little different. So I gave him some peanut butter with apples. Now, he loves applesauce and he loves peanut butter. So there should be no reason whatsoever why he wouldn't eat this, right? It's two things that he likes. But instead of making it applesauce, I cut up the apples in little tiny strips so that he could hold them and dip them in his peanut butter. I thought this would be a good way for him to kind of get something new into his system, try it out. And you guys, I ended up with peanut butter all over my arm and my shirt. Now again, he loves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and he loves peanut butter because we put it in his shakes in the morning and he loves it. But because I gave him something that he didn't recognize, because usually it's on a sandwich, he flipped out. So normally I would be like, no, Dominic, don't do that. And then he would cry and it'd be like that. So today I did something a little different. I noticed a really different reaction. And that's why I wanted to pop on here really quickly because I thought, you know, if anybody else is struggling with this, maybe this might help. So instead of getting mad at him, I kissed him. And I said, Dominic, will you eat for mommy? Come on, baby, eat for mommy. And he opened his mouth and he actually took a bite. Now he spit it out. But that's the first time that he actually did it willingly, right? Um, so then I kissed his little head and I was like, that's my good boy. And he kind of laughed a little bit and he smiled. And I thought to myself, okay, so when I get angry at him, it just makes this reaction of him just freaking out and crying. And then of course he doesn't want anything to do with any of the food because he thinks he's a bad boy. So maybe by me kind of encouraging him in a different way, this might help. Now, I don't know if it's going to help in the long run because he still didn't eat it. So I didn't really get the outcome that I wanted, right? Um, but at least he wasn't crying and throwing a fit and at least he knew that I loved him. So my speech therapist that he goes to said to me today, um, he really loves positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement to him is really detrimental. Like it's, it really affects him in a way that, um, she hasn't really even seen in kids before. Um, and so she was also, and of course Johnny doesn't agree with this and I don't really know because this is my first boy, but she thinks that he actually might be on the spectrum, uh, very high functioning, but that he might be on the spectrum for, um, a little bit of autism. Now we're not sure. And we don't, you know, again, he hasn't been tested and, uh, he's very, very smart. He knows all his ABCs and all his numbers and all his shapes and all his sizes, you know, in, out, up, down colors, all of that stuff. I mean, he knows his alphabet and, um, he can count for you. He could probably all count all the way to hundred if you want him to, but, um, little task that normal three-year-olds would be able to do he doesn't like eat for instance. And so these are little things that she kind of said, well, this might be a red flag, you know, might be just to kind of give me a heads up. So if anybody else has had this situation where their son or daughter just wouldn't eat and, um, is kind of having a similar, uh, situation, let me know because I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to know what you're doing to help your son or daughter, uh, get through this process. And hopefully, um, this podcast will help you if you're going through this and not sure what to do. Again, I didn't really give you any, <laughs> any solutions because it did not work, but I did see quite a difference in the way he reacted from the positive reinforcement, reinforcement to the, um, negative. Now it's really hard for me and Johnny to do 
things like this because we come from an animal background. If anybody has known me before, I actually come from a veterinary technician background. That is where I got my degree. So I am a certified veterinary technician and my husband used to work um, and still works with alligators. And so that's how we fell in love. That's how we met. And so we are very animal behavior people. And with animal behavior, you have to have the positive reinforcement and the negative reinforcement. If you only do positive reinforcement, you're not going to get the outcome that you want. Again, we're not talking about hitting because I think a lot of people think of negative reinforcement as like punishment and, and hitting. And um, But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're teaching a dog to go potty, the word no and maybe a smack on the butt or, you know, a tap on the nose or a loud sound is what you need to do as a negative reinforcement, right? So it's really hard for my mindset, the way that I've been taught and the way that I do things, it's really hard for me to go from that no, this is a reaction I don't want from you and kind of having that mean face and like, uh-uh, to kind of saying, oh, Dominic, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard for me to do that, but I'm working on it because every child is different. And I am seeing that so much uh, with Dominic. He is really causing me to have to go back and say, I can't do this that like I did with Sasha. I can't do this like I did with Kira. You know, um, it's just completely different. And so I have to kind of look at things in a different way with him and react to them in a different way. Now, of course, Johnny is going to do you know, the dad part of it and, and do his thing. But I have to figure out how to handle this in my own way because the way that we've been handling it is not working, right? And it's becoming a negative where uh, food, the foods that he don't like, he automatically just starts crying because he knows that I'm going to get mad that he's not going to eat it. And it's like a never ending cycle. Even if I'm not yelling at him, if it's a new food and he knows that I want him to eat it and he doesn't want to eat it automatically, He's like, no, and he starts crying. He knows. He knows that he's not going to eat it. He knows I'm going to get mad, and he knows that it's going to be, a you know, a very same circle of not getting what either of us want. So anyway, guys, I just wanted to pop on here and say that, and it's and it's so awesome because with having three kids, you know, it's it's a completely different experience going from one even to two to three. And I thought to myself, well. Having another child after having two is not going to be a big deal. We already have two. But it really is. It causes, and it's not a bad thing at all. I love all three of my kids. But it causes you um, to really be um, unorganized, at, at least in my in my, my, in my life, and um, late. <laughs> and uh, I have to thank the good Lord for giving me Kira and Sasha for being such good big sisters and helping me out. Because honestly, you guys, Kira's 11, and... I don't think that I would have my sanity right now if it wasn't for Kira because sometimes mommies need a timeout. Like I honestly think timeouts are for adults more so than kids because there are times when I am like, Kira, I need you to watch your brother. Mommy needs a timeout and I will go shut my door and just turn on some like music or read a book in my room with the door shut and be like, leave me alone, give me like 10 minutes. And Kira knows because she knows me and she'll be like, okay, got it, mom, because I get to a point if I'm getting really aggravated or whatnot that I will just like burst. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be like, ah! I'll explode. And then once I explode, I'm fine. And then five minutes later, I'm like, I'm so sorry, guys. Mommy shouldn't have gotten upset with you. But I don't like doing that. So to avoid that, I give myself a timeout. I lock myself in the bedroom and it really helps. But if I didn't have Kira to watch Dominic when I need that little break, 
I think that I'd be going a lot more crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm really grateful that I have my older daughter who helps me out and also my younger one. But Sasha's a little bit more into herself, into playing. Um, I, that sounded kind of bad, but Sasha's more into playing than she is into helping. I kind of have to beg her to help me like, come on, Sasha, I really need you. And then finally she'll be like, okay. Um, Kira, on the other hand, she's always there, always asking me, can I help you with anything? She's so wonderful about that. Um, Sasha loves to help me in the kitchen as far as like cooking and um, she will help me clean. But if I need help with Dominic, she, he's a little bit too much for her. Uh, Dominic is pretty strong and he's very strong willed and Sasha is easily pushed around and Dominic knows that. So when I put her in charge of Dominic for whatever reason, usually she comes out crying because Dominic has pulled her hair or pinched her or kicked her or something. Um, he doesn't do that with Kira. Kira's another mom. I think he looks at mom, looks at her like in a mommy sense because the other day he was playing in the living room. Kira was sitting there, uh, watching TV on the couch and he literally crawled up in her lap and just hugged her and, and she held him for a good three minutes. And this little boy, this is what I'm talking about with boys. This little boy does not sit still. He is everywhere all at once. You find him in his bedroom and then two seconds later, he's in the bathroom putting his arm in the toilet. Like, it's crazy. My girls were never like that. Um, I would always know where they were. They were always in one of three places, right? Um, Dominic, he's everywhere at all times. Like, I have to literally pin him in his room or put him in his playpen to know where he's at at all times. So it's really just a different, it's different you know, boys are different. So it's really hard for Sasha to handle Dominic because of that, you know, very energetic way about him. But yeah, I mean, he really loves Kira. I mean, he loves them both, of course, but Kira is more of the mom figure because I can see that in him. Uh, and I can see kind of glimpses of that when he's older, I have a feeling he's going to call Kira for advice and call Sasha to go party in. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, guys, just wanted to do a parenting blog today for you guys, um, an audio blog, um, just to kind of see what your thoughts were about a son not eating and the differences in your kids. Um, another thing that we're having a really difficult time with cause he's three and, um, I actually want to put him in a daycare for once, once a week so I can go to work on Mondays at the flea market. And, um, one of the things they need is for him to be potty trained. You guys, he is not even remotely interested. I've done the Cheerios in the toilet. Everybody's like, put Cheerios in the toilet. You know what he tries to do, you guys? He tries to eat them. Yeah. No, he doesn't try to aim. He tries to eat them. And so now the toilet has become this fun thing where he sticks his arm in there and like thinks that it's funny because I freak out. So yeah, the Cheerios in the toilet does not work for my son. Just FYI. If anyone else has any other advice, I would be grateful. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great Friday night.